Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charlotte Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. We are back for week two of our amazing dream series with Prophetess Tanya Lofty. I pray that y'all are enjoying this because it was very much giving everything it was supposed to have gave to me. Okay, so as you guys get ready um, with your pen and your papers, as we continue to talk about the importance of dreams and vision, we dive into, you know, some of the witchery that be going on. Make sure that y'all take a couple minutes complete the faith assessment quiz so that you can get all of your free resources to help you thrive and flourish in this season. So without further ado, here is week two of my conversation with Prophetess Tanya Lofty discussing our dreams. Daniel went to God once he found out what was going on. They said they told him to seek mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that Daniel and his companions may not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men in Babylon. Then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night, a dream. Then Daniel blessed God of heaven. And so Daniel worships God in scriptures in verses 21 through 23. And then in verse 24 of Daniel 2, he says, Therefore, Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went to him and said thus to him, Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Bring me before the king and I will show the king the interpretation. So he takes him before the king and says, the king declared to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar. I'm going with that. Mm -hmm. Are you able to make known to me the dream I have seen in its interpretation? And Daniel said to the king, no wise men, enchanters, magicians, or astrologers can show the king the mystery that the king has asked. But there is a God in heaven. Come on who reveals mysteries, and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days. 
Your dreams and the visions of your head as you lay in bed are these. To you, O king, as you lay in bed came thoughts of what would be after this. And he who reveals mysteries made known to you is what is to be. But as for me, this mystery has been revealed to me, not because of any wisdom that I have more than all the living, but in order that the interpretation may be known to the king, that you may know the thoughts of your mind. You saw, O king, and behold a great image. This image, mighty and of exceeding brightness, stood before you, and its appearance was frightening. The head of the image was fine gold, the chest and arms of silver, its middle thighs of bronze, its legs of iron and feet partly of iron and partly of clay. As you looked, a stone was cut out by no human hand and struck the image on its feet of iron clay and broke them into pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver and the gold all together were broken into pieces and it became like the chaff of the summer threshing the floors and the wind carried them away so that no trace could be found. But the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream. Now let me tell the king its interpretation. You, O king, the king of kings, to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom and the power, the might, and the glory, and to those whose hand he has given, where, wherever they dwell, the children of man, the beasts of the field, and the birds of heaven, making you rule over all, you are the head of gold. Another kingdom inferior to you shall arise after you, and yet a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule all over the earth. And there shall be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, because iron breaks to pieces, it shatters all things. And like iron that crushes, it shall break and crush all of these. And you saw the feet and toes, partly of potter's clay, partly of iron. It shall be a divided kingdom, but some of its firmness of iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with the soft clay. And as the toes and the feet were partly iron and partly clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly brittle. As you saw the mixed iron and soft clay, so they will mix one another in marriage, but they will not hold together, just as iron and clay do not mix. And in the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall the kingdom be left to another people. It shall break in all the pieces, kingdoms, and bring them to an end and shall stand forever. Just as you saw the stone cut from a mountain by no human hand, and it broke the pieces into iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold. A great God has made known to the king what shall be after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is show for show. Daniel said, I'm not here for the foolishness. <laughs> Look all of what God gave him, and I'm glad you read it. I was going to pause you, but when he said the God of the heavens, right? Is it the God of the heavens mm-hmm. or the God of heaven? God of heaven. The God of heaven. Capital G God. Right. And I love how as she kept reading that because it talks about, I wanted to be clear because there are people who think that you can worship the stars. You can't worship the stars. You can't worship the moon. You can't worship any of that. And I hear this atheist out there that's saying that there is no God. There is a God. His name is Jesus. Capital G. All right. Mm-hmm. And so there is a God. None of this just came from anywhere. No, we were not created from monkeys. I hear the atheists. Come on. Okay? And you can't worship anything that was made. The stars were made. The moon was made. The water was made. The crystals were made. Come on. 
Come on. The sage was made. The sage was made. But there's one that was not created by human hands. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There is one wise God. He's the only wise God. See, this is where your human mind, that's why the human mind is enmity to the things of God. Because the human mind says, I did it. I did it. I did it. You did nothing. All right. You didn't create yourself in your mother's womb. (laughs) Hallelujah. You didn't create yourself in your mother's womb. Glory to God. The Lord did that. The Lord created man, not the other way around. Yeah. And so (laughs) he said, say that again. He said, man did not create God. God created man. Come on. You didn't create him. He created you. That's he right. liked that. He was laughing. He, Come he started, on. <laughs> I heard God laugh. He said, say that again. <laughs> Come on. He said, say that again. It's verse 27 for me. It said, Daniel answered the king, no wise man, no enchanters, no magicians, no astrologers can show the king the mystery that the king has asked. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. Amen. Look. And thank you for saying, because the mysteries of heaven belong to God. And he reveals them to his prophets. He reveals them to his servants. Mm -hmm. That's why his servants are the prophets. And he reveals these mysteries because he wants man to know that he alone is God. And that is what you see Joseph saying. That is what you see Daniel saying. You will see this all throughout scripture, Ezekiel, all of these prophets who went before these kings, these wicked kings or these kings, some of them weren't with well, most of them were, praise the Lord. They were wicked because they were of this world. However, you will always see that God was saying, the prophets and the priests, they were coming and saying, no, 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 this is not in our wisdom. This is in the wisdom of the only wise God, the God of heaven. Yeah. Amen. And that is the beautiful thing about God. And so whether some of your dreams are very horrid, you know, they're hard dreams. And so you have to know that, <laughs> yeah, that's God speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So when we have those dreams, and one thing that I have learned from you and I'm so grateful for is having enough wisdom to write down my dreams, to, to have a place where I immediately can wake up, write them down because we will forget so like almost like that window can be so short where we may forget. And I've had some dreams that I will never forget, but there are some dreams where I can't remember. So can you just talk a little bit about the importance of writing down your dreams after they happen and just having to be able to kind of refer back to, because sometimes they kind of like build sometimes like, oh, this and this go together. That makes sense. So can you just talk a little bit about the importance of us keeping record of our own dreams? Amen. It's very important to write down your dreams. And the world we live in in technology, I tell you, you can voice memo them. I dream so much that, you know, even when I take a quick nap and sometimes you can feel like you're asleep, but you're really not asleep. It could be a vision. You could be sitting up and have a vision. All right. And that's happened to me. But keep a journal. Like I said, I dream so much now that Often I'll just voice memo them to myself and I'll make the note of what that dream was about, Mm -hmm. which is good because, you know, as time goes on, sometimes you think, 
and I'm cracking up with the beginning where you said if you were having a dream about being a wrestler, but you may have had a dream of being something, you know, God put that dream in your heart to be, I know for me, it was to work with children and own a child. It was a dream and a vision that he put in my heart. Right. But, you know, some of the dreams take time. Some dreams don't happen right away. Yeah. Some of them happened 20, 30 years later. Yeah. Joseph, when he told his brothers that, I'm sure it didn't happen right away, but right. surely it happened. Yeah. And so even the visions you see where Daniel and they were speaking of Jesus to come, right? They were having visions and dreams of Jesus coming. Listen, Revelation and even the prophets, you know, oh, they're still having dreams. Mm -hmm. Listen, some of you have not even accepted Christ yet, but he is showing you that he is Lord. He's showing you that he's coming. I'm telling you, that scripture I gave at the beginning, where it says, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon all people. He was not saying the believer only. He's saying all people. He wants you to know him. Let me be very clear with all of these dreams. All of this is to point people back to God. Now, there are warnings and instructions and things in there. I'm not speaking to that part, but it is showing you that there's someone wiser than you. Yeah. God is wiser and this God is giving you these dreams because he's showing you, hey, hey, I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. You need to know me. You yeah. need to get to know me. Amen. Yeah. So he's always revealing, but it's very important to write your dreams down. I love how Charlotte said that because we've talked about this. Your dreams will connect. You may have had a dream a year ago and then two years later or two months later, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Because it could be God warning you, for instance, someone who really is out to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. To kill you. It happens, people. And people ignore the warnings. There's a God, you will have a dream. You're not supposed to go to that party. Yes. Yes. Don't go there. Yep. I remember someone sharing a testimony about 9-11 and God told them don't go to work that day. Yeah. You know, so listen, God is warning. What are you doing with your warning? Yeah. Yeah. Are you heeding the warning? Yeah. And sometimes he will send warning for other people. And that's something that I had to learn. I remember I had called you, my God sister. I had a dream about her and I knew enough to know that it was a warning. So my first response, and again, something else that I've learned from you, my first response is always prayer. It's not fear, it's prayer that God will show me what's happening in the spirit before it happens here. And I can start praying and being specific in my prayers because I am a child of God and I have a direct line of communication with him. And we have authority through the Holy Spirit and through Jesus Christ to where I could see something that the enemy may be trying to plot. And I have the authority to come in and say, not today, not with my sword of the spirit, child, we about to cut some hands off. So I had a dream that my God sister, somebody had killed her and there was a woman and a man. So I got up, I prayed. And then after I prayed, I called you. I said, girl, it shook me to my core. We had not discussed. So then we talked, me and you prayed for her. And then you said, we need to call her. Y'all, she told us this story about how she was going through this really kind of dangerous situation where she had met a guy. He was like kind of crazy. Come to find out he had a wife 
in the dream, I saw a man like push her off of a cliff and there was a woman sending him and she is all but like a hundred pounds soaking wet. So I was like, and I was upset because I was seeing this, but could not intervene. And Alexis was talking to us about how, like she knew this was off. <laughs> and me and her had not had a conversation about this. And I said, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like she was so grateful that we called her and we prayed with her and told her what the dream, her, what yes. the dream meant. Yes. We shared the dream. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to share. I mean, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people like that, that'll call or email, I mean, not call, but email me, you know, about that. And listen, if you need a dream interpretation, you can email the ministry and we will get back to you. Amen. We read every prayer request. We read every dream, whatever. And so, you know, a lot of times the dreams are warnings. And so God was warning her because mm-hmm. I told Charlotte, I said, we have to call her. And then I just started going in, talking to her about mm-hmm. this because I'm like, this guy is going to try to set you up to kill you. Listen, this is very real people. Yep. And the warnings are there because God, listen, whether you love him or not, he will always love you because that's why he went to the cross. Yeah. So whether you choose him or not or accept him or not, yeah. he doesn't care about that. God still loves you. Yeah, you're still his child. He still loves you. Listen, he loves the atheist. He loves the one who will never accept him. He yeah. loves the one that will accept him, but he's always trying to warn. Yeah. Why? Because he cares and loves you. Yeah. That reminds me of- um, you say that God doesn't love you, that's a lie. Yeah. That is a lie from the enemy. Yeah. Listen, that's a lie. Yeah. God loves you this much that you would even listen to this. Yeah. So just know God doesn't not love you. And so someone else had a dream about that, about a family member. They had a dream that, well, not a family, one of her friends, that she was sick and went to the hospital and died. I said, oh no, we got to call her now. Yep. I said, let's pray. I said, and we got to call her. I said, tell her to go to the doctor. Yep. Because it was a warning. Yes. (laughs) We don't, God doesn't want, you know, he doesn't want you to die untimely. He does not tell you about this. He, listen, God is loving. Yes. And he does not want this. And so she went to the doctor. We prayed with her and she's still here. Glory to God. She went Mm -hmm. and found out some things and was safe. So the warnings are important. Yes. Yep. And we can't be afraid as people to say, even if you don't have someone that you can ask, what I've learned is I take those dreams seriously. I can ask God. God has even given me interpretation of my dream because he doesn't give you the dream. And this is something that the enemy does. And this is how he got over on Eve. God is not trying to keep anything from us. It's quite the opposite. God is not trying to keep anything from us. So when Eve got caught up with, well, he really don't want you to really know. That's not true. God wants his people to know him. And as you were talking, it reminded me of 2 Peter 3 and 9, where it says that the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. And so when we talk about God giving us warning dreams and things like that, God is a father, 
but he is still like he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So he is a father. He loves us. The song says he'll chases me down, fight till I'm found, leave him 99. Okay, like that is him. He also is a righteous judge because he can't stop being God. He can't oh, act damn. outside of his character. So he's trying to he warn you. Go outside of his word. That's right. So he wants us to come into relationship with him because hell was not made for us. If you ain't right, child, you'll go. It doesn't please him that you'll go. But the reason that a lot of things that are, you know, it seems like, you know, I was talking about like, Jesus, we need to put your shoes, get your sandals, come get us because it's crazy down here. But it's not that God's being slow, but it's that he's trying to give everybody time because to repent and to come repent. To yep. Amen. And so those dreams that we have, those warning dreams, I've had to learn not to be afraid because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So if he gives me a dream about someone else, he knows that one, he can trust me with that information and I can start immediately interceding for them. And then it was because I can't even explain the sense of urgency that I felt that I called you and was like, I don't want to spook her out, but also- Even right. after prayer, God said, I needed to call you and we need to have a conversation with her, not knowing that she was going through this situation. And she said that we had confirmed what she already, she was like, nope, now that absolutely seals it. I'm blocking him on everything. She blocked him that night. Me not knowing that this was going on and all of this, this, that, and the third, that I was like, I'm gonna throw this phone. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated, and empowered. The Society is hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. Y'all look. This community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur, Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library. And almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together. We even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other. If you are struggling with time management and productivity, Rosalind's going to snatch you together, okay? She does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessing my life. If you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith, Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always going to glorify God and we always going to go to brunch, okay? We be brunching out here. Houston be turning up. Atlanta be turning up. Up, okay, like we are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay, so if you are in need of a safe space of like minded women of faith, start your two week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com. I thank God for her being receptive, yep. trusting you trusting the God in you to know that you weren't trying to do anything to damage her. And even the way that, you know, you and I called her, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, you introduced me and I said, hi, 
you know, I want you to know this. And I was like, you know, let's pray for you. And God, as we were praying for her, you know, and she even started to see, okay, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. This is God showing me his love and I need to take heed. And she did. I want to be very clear with that too, because you can give someone the interpretation of a dream. You can tell them and they still not take heed. Okay. So the reason for the dream is a warning is to heed. That means, oh, heed means to warn. Heed is like, hey, 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 no, 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 don't go that way. Even when you said earlier, Charlotte, about the godly counsel and going to people that are godly, scripture tells us not to sit in the seat of the scornful or the counsel of the ungodly. So how is the ungodly going to give you counsel on a dream that God has given you? See, I want to kind of break that down because it's like, the ungodly can't give you counsel. Yeah, They can't give you wise counsel. And when I say wise, I am not referring to your book knowledge. Yeah. There are many people who are book knowledge and dumb as a great. Come on, because common sense ain't that common. I'm trying to tell you, they got <laughs> all the knowledge. They can read you. They can read you 55. I'm even talking to them religious spirits. They can read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, but still have no real revelation of who God is. Come so on. come on now. Come on. You got to be real about this thing because that's why he keeps saying, I'm the only wise God. Your knowledge will never usurp his. Yes. That's why he never wants us to get so high and haughty on our thinking. Mm-hmm. Why? Because pride comes before fall, destruction. Fall is destruction. Yeah. He never wants you to get so far off that you think you have all the answers. No, you clearly do not, or you would not be having these dreams of this morning. Come on. If you knew what was coming, why would you need the dream? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you have the vision? And so I'm really glad that we're talking about it this way, Charlotte, because it's so important. And people don't be afraid. I love when you said that, Charlotte. Don't be afraid of the dream and to be okay with what God shows you. Because Mm -hmm. the reality of it can be, it can almost be like, wow. But it's all in scripture. I tell people all the time, you want to watch a murder story or you want to watch a mystery, read the Bible, man. Come on. It's full of it. It's full of a lot of things, okay? It's (laughs) love and hip-hop, Mari Povich in there. This person has slept with that person. You know how God revealed to Joseph that when the baker, it wasn't him. Now, think about that. Like Charlotte said, God is a righteous judge. The baker's like, man, my hands are clean. I didn't do this. And Joseph's like, like, no, they're not. <laughs> but it's like, hold up. Who is it really? And God reveals. Just like he revealed that it was the cup holder. Just like he revealed it was Haman. Haman was all cool with the king. Yeah. You know, yep. lying, deceit, trying to get the people wiped out. Mm-hmm. And man, listen, because the people of God were praying in sackcloth and ashes and praying and before God's face, the only wise God gave the, them interpretation and taught them how to fight the battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Haman was hung by the gallows, his neck on the mm-hmm. gallows of the thing, very thing he had set. The very trap that they set for you, if you go to the only wise God, they will fall into their own trap. They Come will on. be snared by the words of their own mouth. Yep, that's the word. Yeah, he'll make them your footstool. So, man, I tell you, I know that this is a needed subject. Yep. I'm very grateful to you, Charlotte, for obeying God. 
concerning dreams and visions yeah. because a lot of people have no idea what they're contending with. Yeah, yeah. And even when we talk about the story of Saul, right? He was the king and he went to a soothsayer. The thing about divination that I've learned is that the devil is really good at giving counterfeit stuff. Like, you know how you used to get them ooeys and they weren't Louis, like, but they look like a Louis, but it's a ooey because threads coming apart, <laughs> like all of that. The enemy is really good at giving a counterfeit. I mean, it looks good. So when you have these psychics and these false prophets and these palm readers, there's a level of like foolery to where it looks like you're getting some kind of answer. It looks like you like, oh, girl, this is it. My life is set. And you're actually opening a door to where you're going to end up more jacked up than you were before, because now you're contending with these spirits. Saul was the king. There was a law against going to go see soothsayers. He went, tried to disguise himself. And the soothsayer was like, Ain't you the king? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is he doing here? Why was there a law put in place? Because that's the time when Israel no longer wanted the prophets. They yep. wanted a king like the other nations. Yep. And Samuel was lamenting. He was like, God, why do they want this? Why don't they want the prophet only anymore? Because we're lamenting. Listen, we're yep. lamenting for the souls of man. Okay, but they didn't want that. No, they wanted to be like all the other nations. What they didn't realize, Israel did not realize, is they were the blessed nation. They were the ones that were blessed. The other nations weren't. And so God said, Samuel, don't be upset with them. They're not coming against you. They're coming against me. Why? Because a prophet is only carrying the heart and the mind of God. So he said, don't even take it personal, but go tell them what's going to happen. Yep. And so if you read all of that, tells the people, the nation of Israel, what's going to happen. You're going to become slaves. You're going to become this. You're going to become that. And it was a law. That's when that was set in place because God had given them the King Saul, but Saul turned his heart from God. Yeah. Saul was set in place to be king by God because God, they wanted a king. So God said, I'm going to give you one. And the prophet went and told Saul he was going to be the king of Israel. And gave him instructions that you are not to touch unholy things and touch this and touch that. And what did Saul go do? Go touch it. The same. He was so disobedient. And yes, Saul prophesied. But so what? Listen, I don't care who prophesied like Charlotte said, and then you come back, but you giving false words and you bow to another God. You are now tainted and now in divination. Yeah, yeah. And Saul wasn't a prophet. God just let him prophesy. Yeah, there's a difference between the title and the gift. Around prophets. Yep, there's a difference between the title and the gift. Come on now. And so Saul was so wicked. Yeah. Like you said, Charlotte, he done went and he had masking. Like, and then he had the nerve after, like it was one time where they went to battle and he was a great, but he was still wicked. He kept all that stuff. God said, kill everybody and everything. He's like, accept the things I like. Don't bring anything <laughs> from the camp. What did hard-headed Saul do? But it looked good, though. Saul going to bring something back from the camp. And then Samuel says, what have you done? First of all, you weren't supposed to sacrifice nothing to the Lord till I was here. Come That's on. number one. Yeah. Because you don't have it like that with God. Like one, I, two, and three. Come on. 
God has allowed you in this position, but let's be clear. He's still God. And you, sir, you need him, but wow. you don't know how to access him like I do. Yep. So Samuel said to him, what have you done? And Saul goes on in this boastful thing. Oh, I just sacrificed to your God. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. He didn't say I sacrificed to our God. He said, I just sacrificed to your God because he was wicked. Yeah. And so Samuel said, so what's that bleeding out here? Woo. Come on. Woo. See, that's that revelation from yeah. the all wise God. No, 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 sir. What's that bleeding out here? I and, see then Samuel, and then Saul goes, but I, no, no, no. Your obedience is better than your sacrifice. sacrifice. Yep. That's it. That's it. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.